Welcome to this episode of ASMP's Experts and Masters podcast. My name is Gabriella Marks. I serve on the National Board of ASMP, and I'm a working photographer based in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Today we're introducing a new kind of episode called the Case Act Update. After over a decade of work towards this moment, things are moving quickly with this legislative effort, and it can be hard to keep up. So we're going to have short updates with ASMP's Executive Director Tom Kennedy to keep you up to date on the latest news from Capitol Hill and what you can do to help. Here we go with the episode. Good morning. I'm here with Thomas Kennedy, Executive Director of ASMP and usually your host. And we're here to talk, uh, get a quick update on the CASE Act because so much is going on so quickly. It's hard to keep up. So uh, this was a momentous week for us. What, what, can you tell us what happened? Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> we were very, uh, had a vote by the full House of Representatives on Tuesday and uh, the bill was passed out of the House 410 to 6. Very bipartisan, very uh, very overwhelmingly positive vote. So now the action shifts to the Senate. As the action now shifts to the Senate, we have uh, 18 co-sponsors currently, nine Republicans, nine Democrats, and that's a great start. As you may know, we had over 150 uh, sponsors in the House, co-sponsors in the House, when it was all said and done. And we need, we think, we need about. 35 to 40 co-sponsors in the Senate to have the same kind of impact in terms of generating a positive vote. However, there's a new wrinkle that just uh, emerged last night. I learned that Senator Ron Wyden intends to introduce uh, a different version of the, uh, you know, his own bill. And that concerns me greatly because he has been, his staff has made it clear that he has uh, taken up the positions that have been advocated by some of the opponents of the CASE Act, for example, the Electronic Frontier Foundation, Public Knowledge, and even the ACLU itself. And if he were to introduce a bill that had a lot of the provisions that they were seeking to have as modifications to the CASE Act that we have in Congress right now in the Senate, then there could be re- it could be very problematic for the uh, meeting the needs of photographers as we've been trying to do with the CASE Act. As everybody probably knows, the CASE Act is intended to create a small claims tribunal within the U.S. Copyright Office that would hear infringements disputes of a lesser value. Um, than currently the level that is that copyright lawyers typically want to be able to go into federal court on behalf of photographers. So there's a huge landscape, I think, of infringement that really photographers have been without an effective remedy to address for a very long time, ever since the dawn of the digital age. And we really we have been pushing the CASE Act for 12 years to try to address that deficiency in the copyright law and and, and that hole in the system. Um, it, the Case Act itself grew out of a report that was uh, authored by the Copyright Office in 2011, I believe, or no, 2013, in response to a request that the House Judiciary Committee had been made for an assessment of the small claims situation and the need to address lower value infringements that are typical from high volume creators. So the bill that had been going through Congress first in the House and now in the Senate really tracked a lot of the provisions that were being expressed by the Copyright Office as their view of what would be ideal to remedy the situation. And uh, 
Unfortunately, we are dealing with opponents who don't believe in any strengthening of the copyright system, and primarily that seems to be because it would somehow impinge the business models of the tech platforms in particular. And Because uh, Google needs all the uh, assistance it can get to be successful, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, photographers and other creative artists, songwriters, authors, graphic artists, illustrators, designers, all are subject to increasing in, uh, infringement pressure, or in the case of authors, piracy of books outright in this digital age. And it's crucial that Congress comes to grips with this and produces an effective remedy so that we don't have severe market failure that dooms all the individual creators who work as small business owners around the country. And that's very much the case that we've been making as we make the rounds on Capitol Hill. I'm fortunate to lobby with a number of other representatives of other creator groups who are wonderful people. And we, um, I think we've been effective, certainly, in what happened as evidenced by the House vote. But the Senate, as I said, will be a higher hurdle, as our people who have listened to Schoolhouse Rock may remember. The senators can place holds on bills, which means that the legislation can't move forward until a hold is lifted. And right now we do have two holds on the CASE Act, one by Senator Wyden and another by Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky. So we've been urging our members to uh, let those two senators know that they shouldn't stand in the way of this legislation. But obviously, if Senator Wyden intends to introduce his own bill, then, you know, that that may change the equation further. So some of the opposition um, that we've seen online is uh, the sort of the spreading of memes insinuating that should the case act be successful, that uh, photographers are just going to go willy nilly after grandmothers and high school students who are reposting memes, which is a true uh, distortion of, of the effect of this. Absolutely. And that's the thing that's been most distressing is organizations that purport to be acting in the public interest are deliberately distorting the provisions of the bill and trying to scare people into opposing it. And uh, I don't understand, frankly, how they can do that in, you know, in any kind of good conscience, and particularly the ACLU, which has always positioned itself as a champion of civil liberties. It's pretty clear to me that the distortions are so egregious that they either have not read the bill at all and processed the intended effect of it, as an example, in, in the way that you just referenced it, they're sending out a meme that grandmothers are going to get sued for $30,000 and driven into bankruptcy. Well, in fact, the tribunal would make judgments based on the value of an infringement case, based on all the criteria that typically apply in, you know, uh, in, a, you know, in other circumstances in federal court. So they'd be making an evaluation about the value of the claim. And it's pretty clear to me that photographers are uh, a very forgiving group and they tend to not worry terribly about a meme being shared, but they do have concern when a individual company, corporate infringement, yeah, corporate infringement, they where they deliberately uh, steal photographers work and then utilize it for their own profit making. And that's exactly the kind of scenario that the case act is intended to address. And I think that it's all, in my view, it would be very likely that photographers would be using it in that way to go after people who've really done them economic harm by deliberately misusing their material. 
an example of a court that exists now. Uh, ironically, there are two courts that we've looked at, uh, one in China and the other in Great Britain. And in the case of Great Britain, what we've observed is, is that the cases that are brought before that small claims court, many of them, in fact, I just heard a statistic the other day that it was almost 80 percent, are settled short of final full litigation. So it's basically a vehicle for producing settlements and agreements so that photographers get closer to what they're owed than, you know, if there were no such capability or, you know, court system. So I really think that, you know, if the Case Act were to be implemented under the provisions of the bill that exists now, it's likely that we would have uh, a scenario that would be similar where photographers and the people on the other side, the infringers, would be coming together and just finally negotiating out settlements. And that would mean that photographers are, would be and other creators would be receiving incomes that they're currently not getting at all. And I think that would be a positive thing for the community, the creative community. And I think it would be a positive thing, frankly, for the country. Uh, interestingly, uh, intellectual property output is one of the few economic ses sectors where we actually have a trade surplus with the rest of the world. And I mean, why would we deliberately be allowing the copyright system to continue as it is with the uh, possibility of market failure for a lot of individual creators in a variety of different disciplines when it's, you know, a key uh, output of our U.S. economy to the rest of the world? It just doesn't make sense to me. And that's why I'm so frustrated sometimes at, at seeing the opposition arguments and particularly the deliberate distortions that they're mounting to try to scare people into opposing the bill. With that said, you know, those of us who have been working on this for the past many years are very committed to trying to drive it across the finish line, and we certainly won't rest in the face of this opposition. <laughs> so uh, for the frustrated photographers listening and friends of, of photography as well, um, what, what, what can people do? I think the biggest thing that we can do now is to have people weighing in with their senators, telling them the need for the bill, and, and in specific as they write in talking about the economic harm that they've suffered through infringement and citing very personal, real stories. I, I find that senators and their staffs are moved far more when they hear from real people with real situations, and they're allowed then to be the good guys uh, fixing the problems that are being brought to their attention. And I think that in this case, you know, writing in, um, calling in, sending texts, sending tweets that make clear the need for the bill and the fact that creators and their friends, family and allies and even their clients are seeing this as a, an opportunity to correct an historic wrong and that it would really um, be beneficial to the country as a whole. Personal testimonials. Personal call your, testimonials, call your senators. always. And, and if Even I... videos. I mean, <laughs> we've been sharing visual memes that photographers have created. We've been sharing short video snippets and mm -hmm. sending those in. And, and ASMP in particular is, uh, has a system where we uh, ensure that any material that's passing through like in the form of an email or a text or a tweet, it's white labeled. So we definitely know that it's getting to the respective senators in the right way. 
Well, and and if I may, a shout out to my senators from New Absolutely. Mexico, Udall and Heinrich, who are supporting the bill. So thank you very much. And I and I certainly they, they're on my yes. speed dial, and I call and let them yeah. know. Yeah, and we have so. a wonderful champion in uh, the primary uh, initial originating sponsor in the Senate, Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana. And I know for a fact that he and his staffers are working tirelessly to try to persuade their colleagues to support the Case Act. So I'm grateful for that as well. Well, um, thank you to you for your work on the Hill. And uh, I hope we can take the momentum of this week's, like, just incredible win. That yeah. I, in, in a time of such bipartisan friction, yeah. uh, that kind of majority is, is stunning yeah. and really speaks to the yeah. power of the bill. So. Yeah. And let me give a shout out to a couple of other co- uh, senators who were also original co-sponsors on the bill. Senator Dick Durbin and Maisie Hirono on the Democratic side and Senator Tom Tillis of uh, North Carolina on the Republican side. So those four senators were the initial group that got the bill started in uh, the Senate. And, you know, I really appreciate their strong support and their belief in the creative community as exhibited by their support. I think sometimes we uh, get so fired up that we definitely call when we're angry and we forget to call when we're grateful. So yeah, that's, I think you know. it's important to let them also know and the other co-sponsors that are currently on the bill, you know, if, in addition to sending the the emails out and the text and the tweets to the people who are in the phone calls to the people who aren't on the bill yet as co-sponsors, it would be important to be thanking your senators, particularly if they're on already as co-sponsors. Well, thank you very much. And uh, check back here for more updates soon. Absolutely. We'll keep fighting. (laughs) We're staying in the fight. And that concludes our episode. Thanks for listening in. And special thanks to Travis Brown of Podcast Buddy for help with editing. Until next time, this has been Gabriella Marks hosting a Case Act update from ASMP.